Reflections of My Heart Season 1, Episode 4 Entitled My Five Loaves and Two Fishes Many of us are familiar with the parable of Jesus feeding the multitude with five loaves and two fishes. This parable is also referred to as the feeding of the 5,000. When we read about or listen to how this event unfolded, we cannot help but be confronted by the enormity of what Jesus did. He satisfied the hunger of a multitude using two small fishes and five barley loaves. The account of this event is recorded in all four Gospels in the Bible. But, as is human to do, each account is stamped with the writer's individual bias. But the importance of the event cannot be mistaken. Let us recapture for a moment what took place, and I am using the account as written by Matthew in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 14, verses 13 to 21, which says, and I quote, When Jesus heard what had happened, he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. Hearing of this, the crowds followed him on foot from the towns. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them and healed their sick. As evening approached, the disciples came to him and said, This is a remote place, and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the villages and buy themselves some food. Jesus replied, They do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. We have here only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Bring them here to me, he said. And he directed the people to sit down on the grass, taking the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the people. They all ate and were satisfied, and the disciples picked up twelve basketful of broken pieces that were left over. The number of those who ate was about five thousand men, besides women and children." Unquote. As we go past the obvious message of God's great power and mercy, we must seek to understand how this parable relates to us on a personal level. In the first part of this parable, we are told that Jesus was traveling and healing the sick. As the day drew to a close, the disciples wanted the crowd to go away. But then Jesus told the disciples to let the people stay and give them something to eat. This instruction reflects Jesus' compassion. Even though he himself had traveled far, 
healing and teaching. His priority was still on the crowd which followed him. This compassion still ex extends to us today as we remember how he gave his life unselfishly for us sinners. We are still his priority. As we continue to read through the parable, we would see that when Jesus asked his disciples to find food to feed the people, they found a little boy who had his small lunch of five loaves and two fishes. This was miraculously used to feed and enrich the crowd. This scenario highlights that Jesus can use anyone to bless others. Firstly, just as he used his disciples to find food, which they did by finding the little boy, so too he uses those called to be leaders and teachers to be his hands, as it were, to provide blessings to others. Then, Jesus demonstrated how he can use his children, ordinary people like you and me, to help others. He used a simple boy to help a crowd of 5,000 through his five loaves and two fish. I can only imagine the utter amazement the little boy would have felt when his simple treasures became the reason for the crowd to be fed. This reminds us that no matter who we are, regardless of education, social status, age, God can use us to bless others. There are so many times when we are asked by God to help others in need. When God asks us to be a blessing to others, we must have faith. To be able to do even just a simple amount or a simple act, we can have a huge impact on so many lives. Our human nature is to always think that we need more to do more. But this parable shows us that God can do so much with so little, the little that we have. No matter how small or insignificant we may feel, God can do big things through us if we will let him. We know from personal experience that our God is big enough to meet and exceed any and all of our expectations. But it is in his feeding of 5,000 that we see an example of how powerful Jesus is. He merely commands that the food be fed and, as a result, the 5,000 people were fed. Actually, biblical scholars even believe that it would have been more than 5,000. We read in Matthew's accounts, the number of those who are, who are, was, who were fed, sorry, was about 5,000 men, besides women and children. Finally, Jesus' feeding of the 5,000 is a powerful reminder 
that nothing we face is too big for our God. Can you imagine the thoughts going through the minds of both the disciples and members of the crowd as they realized night was quickly approaching and that there was no food? This would have been very concerning to say the least. Even in our present world, we feel anxious as we peer into an uncertain future. It is only human to be concerned about what is to come. But we must trust that our God is indeed in control and the help we need will come to us, sometimes from very unexpected places. As the years have gone by, we the people seem to have lost sight of the miracle of the five loaves and two fishes. Instead, we have become transfixed with the marvels of science and technology forged from the minds and hands of human beings. We forget that all this knowledge and creative ability comes to us only as God chooses to release and reveal it to us, and that this knowledge should be used for purposes nobler and wiser than entertainment and harm. Through this miracle, we are reassured of Jesus' love for us all. Our response to this is simple and clear. We offer up our five loaves and two fish, our lives for his use. When we give all that we have and are to him, he blesses and multiplies and sends us off to bless others. There have been and continues to be many among us who serve without seeking attention or recognition, literally feeding thousands just by allowing God to work through our lives. I came across this poem entitled, Christ Has No Body. Two separate words, no body. It was written by St. Teresa of Avila, and I sort of personalized it so that we remember, so that it relates to us as individuals and it goes like this Christ has no body but yours and mine no hands no feet on earth but yours and mine yours and mine are the eyes through which he looks compassion on this world yours and mine are the feet with which he walks to do good. Yours and mine are the hands with which he blesses all the world. Yours and mine are the hands. Yours and mine are the feet. Yours and mine are the eyes. We, you and me, are his body. Christ has no body but yours and mine. Amen.